And now, around the world and around the corner, it's the David Bowers Awards, bringing the best in indie music to millions of listeners worldwide with your host, the David Bowers. We've got a fantastic lineup of guests, as well as our engineer extraordinaire, Nick the Geek, our entire crew here at the Asylum, and me, I'm John Bon Jovial. And now, here's the voice of indie music, the David Bowers. Well, hello once again, and thank you very much once again, the legendary John Bon Jovial folks. Thank you so much, and welcome aboard. Glad to have you here with us from around the world, and our anchor station, the FM uh, rock giant of Rochester, New York, WRFC FM 106. Point three. John Bon Jovial said <laughs> just read something funny, I'm sure, but welcome aboard, everybody in Rochester and around the world. And uh, we're proud to announce that we are now being carried online by iHeartRadio, along with 365 Radio, YouTube, Spreaker, Mixcloud, all the other usual internet devices you can pick us up on. This is the show where every show is an award show, and that makes each of our guests award winners. And thank you. Titty Bingo, our house band for our theme music. Check them out online at tittybingo.com. Their latest CD, Rock and Roll, has some of just that, some good old rock and roll. Also, be sure to check out their wild and crazy website at tittybingo.com. Some great stuff there always, and it's always time to play Titty Bingo. It's also always time to welcome aboard and hear from our announcer and co-host, John Bon Jovial. What's going on, John? Well, I'm just kind of hanging out and being hip here in sunny southwest Florida. David, I got to tell you, temperature-wise, it is hotter than a swollen tick on a sweaty dog's butt here right now. Uh, <laughs> now I know why you were laughing. I, I, just thinking about that line makes me laugh, but uh, I can identify with that because <laughs> I know you have you have the heat and humidity we have the ultra heat without the humidity, and they uh, they actually come almost parallel when it comes to uh, the feels-like thing. And we never had a feels-like when I was a kid, but uh, uh, they have it now where, you know, the temperature feels like, even though it isn't. But uh, you take your 90 degrees and 90% humidity, and that feels a lot like our 110 degrees here. So uh, I can relate and I've spent a lot of time in Florida, so I know what that humidity is like. I, yeah, I you know exactly what I'm talking about. Sure. Yes, I do. Sure. And I sympathize with you there. Uh, and, but and how about the, you, my friend, out there in the Valley of the Sun in beautiful Phoenix, Arizona? Well, uh, doing very well. I uh, just don't go outside when it gets over 110. I mean, <laughs> I may be a fool, but I'm not that foolish. Well, <laughs> having spent time there myself, I do truly understand, yes. It is, uh, yeah, it is really something when you stop to think about it. And people around the country will ask, how can you stand those temperatures? Well, actually, it being a dry heat does make a difference. Although when it gets up to 110 or more, it's hot no matter what color you paint it. But moving right along on the show where you, our listeners, and our guests pick the awards. Remember, there are no nominations, no naming panels, no voting, none of that stuff, just simple awards. If somebody does or says something incredibly good or incredibly stupid and you want to give them an award, drop us a line to david at thedavidbowers.com. Simple as that. And uh, you might hear your award presented right here on the show like today's. Our first The David Bowers Award of the Week goes to the Eurovision Song Contest. 
And the reason it does is because they made a rules change. Uh, for those of you who followed the Eurovision contest, it's uh, given us some great artists, not the least of which, of course, was ABBA. Uh, if you remember, the Eurovision uh, competition had a big stink this year because Russia withdrew after the Ukraine banned the Russian contestant. Follow closely here. Um, the authorities said that she was subject of a two-year exclusion order after having allegedly illegal entered Crimea through Russia, which is forbidden under Ukrainian law. Ukraine, of course, disputes the legality of Russia's seizure of the Ukrainian territory, and uh, Moscow claims it was later legitimized by a referendum, and it's a big stink up, and I'm not even going to go through all the rest of the details. It's, uh, you know, it's it's in your news. Go dig it up if you want to, and uh, you'll see what it's all about. But uh, it wasn't, what, uh, no. wasn't that a, a Joe Cocker song? <laughs> Crimea River? Crimea River, yes. Yeah, I had to throw I it think, out there. I think, uh, I think Julie London did it back in the 40s or early 50s, didn't she? <laughs> oh, and a hell of a lot more seductively than Joe Cocker could have ever dreamed. Yes, Joe Cocker's been a, called a lot of things, but seductive wasn't one of the more frequent nah. ones. But nah. anyway, Eurovision <laughs> has made a new ruling that there can be no politicizing by the artists involved in the European competition, the European music competition. There was no room for politics in the Eurovision contest, the EBU stressed, adding neither selected artists nor any member of the delegation shall have any antecedents likely to prompt the host country's national authorities to deny them access to the host country in accordance with applicable national law. Basically, what it means is play the music and skip the damn politics. Does anybody get the message? I think that's a message that uh, we could use uh, much more frequently in many other places. Play the music, skip the politics. What say you, John Bon Jovial? Play the music, shut the hell up, skip the politics, and let's just all have a good time. And to quote the great Rodney King, can't we all just get along? Amen, brother. Amen. And we're going to get along right now because we got a lot of music and uh, we've got some uh, some interesting stuff this week in that we're going into areas where we haven't gone before. One of which is the dark side of music, the goth rock. And uh, we'll also have another great band on here, uh, Savannah Rose and Atlanta Burning, doing some blues rock. But first, we've got a... Uh, almost an encore presentation. A few weeks back, we had a um, lovely young lady by the name of Angel Sessions, who does uh, R&B, soul, pop, and uh, tinged with uh, uh, gospel and, uh, and Christian songs. And she has a daughter who is breaking into the music industry. And we are privileged to have her debut recording and we're going to be playing that in just a second here. This is Angel Sessions' daughter, and her name that she goes by is Shardella, S-H-A-R-D-E-L-L-A. So here she is, ladies and gentlemen, for your listening pleasure. This is called For Me, Nah, by Shardella. <laughs> Picking up the phone 
Listening to the David Bowers Awards. And if you're an artist who'd like to have your music featured on our show, please write us at David at thedavidbowers.com. And there you have it. Shardella, Angel Sessions' beautiful daughter. It's called For Me. Nah. And if you're looking for it, it's the words For Me. And then in parentheses, N A A H. Nah. Watch for it. We've got some interesting, interesting new music coming your way in the weeks to come. Uh, for some reason, we're starting to get flooded with uh, 
with uh, offerings of new talent and their new music who would like to be heard on the show. So you're going to be hearing an amazing array of native talent. And if you're an act, if you're a solo act or part of a group that would like us to hear your music and maybe use it on the air, perhaps even be guests on the show, send us your best track and a short current bio. Email it to david at thedavidbowers.com. Put guest in the subject uh, subject area, and uh, we'll take a look at it, see what it, well, actually, we'll listen to it, too. Now, just look, have you ever looked at an MP3? It's really not that all impressive, really. But, uh, it's not, we'll there's not a whole lot too. there, no. <laughs> we'll listen to it, too, I promise, and uh, my people will uh, let me know what they think. If uh, they like it, then I like it, and you'll get to hear it right here on the show. Remember, send your one best track MP3 and a current bio to david at thedavidbowers.com. And who knows, we may be playing your song or possibly even having you come on the show as a guest, as we are our next person here, who is an old friend of ours. And we are so glad that she's able to join us. She's going to expose us to a different side of the music than we normally hear. This is going to go a little bit to the darker side. Uh, the the music is goth rock and uh, alternative rock. And uh, the young lady calls herself... Dark Beauty. Her name is Liz Tapia, and uh, we'll be talking to her right after we listen to Dark Beauty and Wrong Side of Heaven. Thank you. 
And there you have it. That's Wrong Side of Heaven by Dark Beauty. And here with us right now are the two stars of Dark Beauty, Liz and Brian. Come on aboard. How are you? Oh, we're doing great. Thank you so much, David, for having us on. Our Is pleasure. it David or the David? Well, actually, it's the David, but, uh, it, you know, if you slip and forget <laughs> it, I'll forgive you. Uh, we, we may truncate your portion of the interview, but we'll forgive you. Uh, then, Fair enough. <laughs> there you go. So tell us now, as I mentioned it leading, up to, uh, leading up to playing Wrong Side of Heaven, this is the first time we've really had a chance to, uh, to play some, uh, goth, some goth alternative, I guess you could call it. Tell us a little bit about the music and your, your inspiration for getting into that direction. Well, Wrong Side of Heaven was one of the later songs that we wrote for the album. It really came initially out of a blend of interests in a lot of different styles of music. Liz listens to opera and gothic rock and some hard rock. And I come from a progressive rock background, more in the Yes and Genesis vein. And we were able to, it only took us 15 years, <laughs> but we were able to combine our interests into the music that you hear in Dark Beauty. And I think it does mix those, the gothic styles with more of a classic rock feel at times. Oh, I uh, can Long really... Side of Heaven, like I said, was one of the later songs we wrote, though. Well, I can relate to the development of the relationship between you, the both of you and your and your preferred styles or your favorite styles of music because it's similar to uh, actually to my co-host John Bon Jovi. It's similar to our story. It's only taken us forty years to get together on what we wanted to do when we did our own show rather than doing a show for somebody else. And uh, and here we are today. Now I know from uh, having talked to Liz already, uh, you've got a uh, you've got an event coming up. Uh, which is a, uh, it's an online concert? Yes, we are really excited. Uh, we have a free live online concert that's going to be uh, August 20th, which is this month. It's on a Sunday, and we scheduled it at 4 p.m. Uh, Eastern Standard Time, so that this way uh, we wanted to leave enough room for uh, the audience here in the U.S. and also our friends from the U.K. and other parts of the world to be able to sure. tune in. So trying to pick the right time to, you know, get as many people it's as tough. possible to tune in and watch. <laughs> right. Now, is uh, is the uh, concert going to be podcast where they would be able to catch it again later? Uh, no. Unfortunately, this is a one-time air. Gotcha. And they – so, yeah, it doesn't archive, but I, I believe – the, there are some highlights that I think we'll be able to grab from it. Right. right. What the system lets you do is edit it into like a highlight video. So there will be portions of it that will be available. Ah, the entire great. show is a one-time thing. Right. Well, that makes that that makes it nice because the people who get to listen to it that uh, when it's live are going to get a uh, once in a lifetime experience, and yet other people will be able to sample what it was like and uh, maybe talk you into doing it again sometime, something like that. I know in our case, our shows are archived indefinitely, and uh, which is one of the nice things because when we have a guest on, especially like in your case, you're the your first timers on here, and uh, I'll come back to that point in a second, but uh, people will be able to come back and listen to this uh, 
down the road, as a matter of fact, even keeping the same link. So if somebody, you talk to somebody a month now, a year from now, whatever, and uh, you mentioned that you were on the show and they want to hear it, you can give them that same link and they'll be able to go back and listen to your part of the show and the entire show for that matter. And uh, the reason That's I said fantastic. I, I, I reason I said I wanted to get back to the fact that your first timers on the show is because we have a thing here. We're kind of like family. And uh, as I said, John and I have been friends for uh, long enough that we're almost brothers. And uh, we kind of look at everyone here as family. We're all in the same business together. Uh, the whole thing is the music and the people who make it. And uh, we consider everybody on the show family. We'll always have a place for you at the table. The door is always open. You've got something coming up, a concert, a show. Uh, a tour, a new album, new single, whatever you want to, uh, you want to expose it on the show. Give us a holler. We'll find a place for you. You're always welcome back here on the David Bowers award. So you can keep that in mind. I also have a couple of Facebook pages, which you can find by searching Facebook's funky little search mechanism with just search the David Bowers awards. You'll find it. Feel free to post on there because that's what they're there for. Our guests to post their events and interest uh, music interest stories so feel free to jump on that john bon jovial you had something you wanted to toss in here yeah well you know i'm listening to the conversation and of course after listening to the music uh, as dave had alluded to uh you know the the, the goth or gothic music well you know has not really been my cup of tea only i guess maybe because i come from an older generation uh but i one thing that I did note in listening to this music is that Liz, you have a beautiful voice, and uh, and, and and you are you're very blessed. I mean, you really do. And I want to know who does the, uh, who does the guitar work. Ah, well, well. First, thank you so much for your beautiful compliment. And Brian is my lead guitarist and also my co-writer, and he really brings a lot of magic into the rock side, the progressive side of the music. So, uh, and thank goodness he's on the phone with us here. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. We're glad to have you yeah, both but, here. Yeah, no, you guys, have, you, you've done a terrific job on that. But, I, you know, I've, I, I am curious now that we are featuring this genre of music for the first time uh, on the David Bowers Awards. Uh, what is the definition for those uh, out there in the audience that may have heard of it but don't really know what it is, what what is goth or, or gothic music? Well, we've had such an interesting time trying to classify our music, and the you know we we have such an eclectic mix into the music that we've tried to really come up with the best way to describe it. Wouldn't you say that, Bry? Yeah, it really is thematic as much as musical in that if you listen to artists that describe themselves as gothic, some of it goes back, it can be ranges widely as bands like the cure who just kind of had an alternative rock sound to some of the really, really heavy rock uh, coming out of Europe right now, but it's really more thematic. It's about, at least for us, it's about the topics that we deal with lyrically and, Liz has written an overarching story that tells about one character, the Dark Angel, and her fall from grace, and hopefully subsequent redemption, but we don't know yet, because the album's, the second album's not finished yet. <laughs> who, who would you say are um, the pioneers, for lack of better words, I, I just can't think of a better mm -hmm. way to put it, who, who, would, who, who is or are the, the, the pioneers of goth music? 
Well, like I said, some of the bands that consider themselves gothic don't really have a lot in common with us. I mean, you can really go back to some of the bands in the late 70s and, and early 80s. But for us, it's more based in some of the European symphonic rock bands that people might or may not be familiar with, but bands like Nightwish and Epica that take similar themes along with operatic vocals and, and rock music and kind of blend it into a similar mix. Gotcha, gotcha. Okay. All right. Well, that, that's actually that's kind of the, the answer that I was hoping to get because I know it's European-based, but other than that, you know, I'm Mr. Ignorant when it comes to that. I mean, I can talk about the Grateful Dead and I can talk about uh, Blue Cheer and, and all these other bands from the 60s all day long, but this is one, <laughs> this is one area of music that I, I'm... I'm just not up to speed on but you know to be fair we do mix in some of our influences that come from outside that world so i don't know that we're a good example of pure gothic rock in that some of our influences are my guitar playing for example there's a lot of pink floyd in there who is pretty far from from gothic Right, and Liz's vocals are operatic-based, and so I, there are other influences, but I think thematically it ties in very well with, with a lot of the other gothic material. Well, that goes along with uh, what we have established in the past on the show, and that's the fact that uh, you know we allow for the fact there has to be a certain degree of pigeonholing. We have to categorize uh, partly, you know, partly for reach. Uh, you, you get your uh, mm-hmm. your major stations; they have to be, you know, they have to be adult oriented or rock or soul or, or right. rap or whatever. So there, there's a certain degree of uh, of pigeonholing there, but we try not to get carried away with it. And I have always, always loved and respected artists who can bridge the gap between genres. Where you, we've had the, we've had some really great uh, rock uh, bands who go bridge the gap with uh, the blues. Uh, Stones mm-hmm. being an example. Unfortunately, we haven't been able to get them on the show. But uh, uh, that type of thinking, where you, where you actually cross genres and do it successfully. Now, some do it. As a gimmick, you know, they'll. Uh, we've got a couple of uh, rap artists now that are trying to do country, uh, and to me, that's that's gimmickry. But like what you've done, where you've actually bridged uh, classic rock with the goth uh, sound and theme, uh, that's an accomplishment. That's a uh, that's a a musical feat, and transcending the genres successfully and marrying them together like that is something that I think is uh, is really challenging and wonderful when you can accomplish it well thank you so much i mean we we are having a lot of fun putting the music together especially since dark beauty is telling a story and of course my view of this is you know very cinematic when i think about it and when i visualize the story of it so it also opens up the doors for us to use a lot of different influences to tell that story and that's where the symphonic comes in and there's a lot of strings and um it it just allows us the opportunity to put in a lot of different instruments to enhance you know the parts that need to be enhanced and and to make it more exciting great now before we let you go i want you to get in where can people find you online everything can be found at darkbeautymusic.com of course we're on 
Facebook and Twitter and on a bunch of other sites. But there's information on all that and the upcoming online concert. Just head over to darkbeautymusic.com, and that'll take you to the Facebook page or any other information that you want. Great. John, I think you're, you're uh, waiting there with something to say. I just uh, wanted to thank them very much. Uh, you guys have been great, and we really appreciate you coming on the show. And uh, we, we are out of time, so David, why don't you go ahead and uh, and in- introduce right. the next song? It's 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 gone by very quickly. It's been fun, and thank you guys. Really appreciate and it. And we certainly we certainly thank hope so and much. invite you to come back with your uh, with your new album when you've got it ready. We'd love to have you come back and debut it on the show. But right now, why don't you tell us real quickly a little bit about this next track we're going to play called "Spirit of a Dead Earth." Uh, so, "Spirits of a Dead Earth." is uh, a beautiful haunting ballad, and I thought it would be really fun to tell the story of the spirits coming to haunt the living, only to find that everything around them is dead, and I thought it would be very something very interesting for us to keep up with uh, the genre that we're in, and yeah, it's got a lot of beautiful piano and strings going through it, and well, I hope you guys enjoy the, uh, the vocals too. <laughs> and this is I the first song I, that we finished for the new album. Also, fantastic! Yeah. We're looking forward to hearing the rest of it when it's ready, ladies and gentlemen. Dark beauty. This is spirits of a dead earth.
That is Dark Beauty and Spirit of a Dead Earth. What'd you think, John Bon Jovial? It, it, it's it's not really my cup of tea. However, uh, I, I can't really say many bad things about it. The the, the young lady's got a, a beautiful voice, and I like yes. the guitar riff at the, at the end. Yeah, uh, the, but it. it you know, I could probably take about three or four minutes of it before I would be ready to switch off to something else. Yeah, it's dark. It's definitely dark. But musically, it's good. What she does, she does well. And uh, it's it's their style of music. She does. She has an excellent voice. Oh, and beautiful voice. Yeah. I, I think she... I think she puts it to work very well in the the music she does. I'm glad that she stopped by and that we got a chance to listen to some goth music because you don't get to hear that on mainstream radio. Also, something you don't get to hear on mainstream radio is more talk with the artists who make the music. And we have one standing by. We're going to hear right after we hear their opening track. And if I don't lose my voice talking about it, we have... Savannah Rose and Atlanta Burning, and this is called Hell to Pay. Savannah Rose, held to pay, and here from the band that backs her up, Atlanta Burning, is Mr. David Batts. Welcome aboard, David. 
Hi, how you guys doing? Doing just fine. How about yourself? Oh, I'm doing absolutely wonderful. Great. Glad to have you here with us today. Now, you got to tell us about this band because they they kick some serious butt here. Yeah, the the band is made up of some Southern Illinois musicians that are, you know, we've, we've got a lot of killer musicians here in Southern Illinois. A lot of guys who have made it big. Uh, a good friend of my father's and myself was uh, Bruce Brown, who's been the guitar player for Charlie Daniels for the last 20 years. And, of course, David Lee Murphy was from here and just a, just a few uh just a few miles from my hometown Doug Supernaw who I talk to all the time he was born and raised in Heron Illinois he you know 10 miles from my hometown here right and uh, just a lot of good musicians come out of this area absolutely and, uh, so as well as Nashville the bands based out of Nashville because it's where I work with owning DB Records and uh, producing other singers, other artists. And, uh, yeah, there's some familiar names there, especially Doug. Uh, I imagine uh, a lot of people are familiar with his name. And, uh, you know, that, that's the funny thing. When you when I first heard you were from southern Illinois, I was really surprised because, as I said before, many times, as a matter of fact, most times, we get to hear the music before we know anything about the artists, and that's the way we like it. We don't want any preconceptions. We want to hear the music, then we'll worry about getting to know the people who make it. And uh, if you if you told me you were from uh, southern Alabama or southern Georgia, I wouldn't have been at all surprised. But uh, southern Illinois, that's unusual for this type of music. You think of this coming out of the south. Now, you you dual purpose. You're a uh, artist manager as well as a member of the band. What do you do with the band? Well, I eighty of the, uh, I wrote eighty percent of the songs on this first project. Um, two of the songs came from a friend of mine who lives right here in Southern Illinois. He's also a songwriter. And then uh, the. The song Keep Walking that's on the album came from Opal Justice in Nashville, Tennessee. And uh, I, I don't like to completely fill an album up with my own writing. Um, we like to use some other writers that are, that are good. And Denny Dardine, who wrote um, Every Breath I Breathe and Crumbling Down, I call him the king of sap because he writes sappy love songs. And <laughs> I tend to write the I tend to write the harder edge stuff like Hell to Pay is is one that I wrote and and uh, uh, she thinks she's tough is one of mine. Uh, but uh, we're in the process of getting ready to start the second album and on the second album, fellow by the name of Tom Payton wrote. Uh, one of the cuts on it, and he's uh, known for writing for George Strait and Reed McIntyre. Right. Right. And a personal friend of mine, Kendall Wayne Marvel, who wrote probably 15 or more number ones for his first hit was with um, called Right Where I Want to Be with Gary Allen. Right. And, uh, of course, he's wrote for David Lee Murphy. He's wrote Dust in a Bottle for the, him, and he wrote uh, uh, Trace's, some of Trace's songs. And he he lives in Nashville. He grew up right here in the heart of Southern Illinois. He went to school with me and always joked that if I hadn't married my wife, he would have. 
Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, you've surrounded yourself with some good people, and I know you've got some good creds there for your writers and the people that have influenced you. And uh, I'm going to agree with David on the sound of the music. I mean, I would have sworn that's something that might have come out of Alabama, uh, but it's just got a nice, good, upbeat feel to it. And uh, well, the young lady, the, our project is kind of a, it's it's kind of an odd project. We call it. If you were describing the music, we say if you put Miranda Lambert with Marshall Trucker, that's kind of where we're at. Yeah, and not a bad dick. Yeah, that's a good and, uh, a good and, description. Yeah, and sound wise. Now, how how long has the how long has the group been together doing this? Um, we've been together right at three years. We spent the first year just kind of playing local and getting the album done and writing songs and putting everything together. And then the last year and a half, we've been touring. U.S. doing a lot of casino jobs, some opening acts, and and playing a little bit of local festival stuff. We we try not to play local too much. You know, I, I've got a saying, and it, and it tends to be true. And if you're if you're in the music industry, you can't be famous in your hometown. I know what you're saying. Yeah, yeah. And and a lot of people may not understand that, but everyone knows you, so they figure, well, they're from here, they can't be anybody. No, I know and, what you're saying, course, right? Uh, and a lot of people crowd into Nashville every year. If you know the Nashville industry, everybody crowds in there thinking they're going to hit it big. And, and being a record producer and a uh, A&R person, you know, I've sat across the, across the table from major label people. And I say, you got so much talent on Broadway down here. Why why do you guys even go anywhere else to find talent in the and and I was told straight up, well, they're already, and that's kind of a sad, you know. There's so many people move to Nashville every year, and so many thousands move home with their tail tucked between the legs. Yeah, that's that's true. We're we're losing your signal there. If you're uh, if you're on a cell phone, don't move around because you're kind of cutting out there, and we don't want to we don't want to miss what you're uh, what you're saying. Now, uh, the current album, the name of the current album is what now? Uh, the name of the current album is called Hell to Pay, and that was the title cut you just played. Right, and we're going to play. Uh, we're going to play Every Breath I Breathe uh, right at the end of this after we've had a chance to chat with you. You said you've got a new album you're working on, and uh, we're kind of hoping that maybe we can uh, convince you guys to come back and uh, debut it on the show when it's ready. Yeah, absolutely. We're going to make sure of that, and I'll tell you why when we come back. I'm sure you're about to play the single, so. Oh, no, we're, we'll play, we're going to talk to you first, and then after we're okay. finished, after. Then we'll we'll close out with the uh, with the track. So if you've got something you'd like to get in, be sure and toss it in right now. Yeah, it's kind of an odd project. It's not the normal artist project, and and the the name Savannah Rose is actually kind of technically the band name, and we always allow the female singer to use it. So the the first the first album has a girl by the name of Miranda Joy Wilmore on it. And we're doing, going to try to do five albums, and each album will consist of having a different girl. 
Ah, okay. So we're not trying to just bump up one artist. We're trying to add all. Each year we're writing a new album, or not each year, but our plans are produce an album, put it out there, get some radio play and tour and see how far we can go with it. And in the meantime, we start with the new artist, and that's who's coming up on the second album is a girl by the name of Tana Lomax. Hmm. That's an interesting uh, interesting way of doing it. I, that's the first time I've heard of somebody doing that intentionally. Oftentimes, artists will be replaced for various and sundry reasons, but to do it intentionally, that's the first time I've, I've heard of that since, uh, well, I think probably since the... Uh, since the bubblegum days of the uh, late 60s when they had all those studio groups that they just put names on and uh, and the artist changed from record to record but uh, that's interesting now I want to yeah. be sure and remind you yeah, that well, we have a uh, we have a standing rule here on the show that once you're on the show you're part of our family the door is always open to you we've always got a place for you you've got a new album bring it on we want to hear it i have a uh, couple of sites on facebook just uh, search facebook for the david bowers and uh, you'll find them i'm for some reason losing my voice here john bon jovi will take <laughs> it over for a second here <laughs> uh, yeah you uh sound like you got the proverbial froggy in your throat there uh yeah but yeah david we're just absolutely you know we're so thrilled that you were with us today and uh, I just, you know, I cannot emphasize to you enough, you know, what David is saying that, you know, once you're on with us, once we play your music, you are part of our family and we do want you coming back. We want you to promote your music through us. We want you to give us the exclusive if you're of a mind to do so. And uh, just absolutely, really, really thrilled that, that you came back, uh, that you came in to see us today. Now, tell us about this next song that we're going to uh, play for you called Every Breath I Breathe. What, what's, what's, what's the deal there? Uh, that song was written by Denny Dardine, and like I referred to him before, he, he's a great songwriter, but he's I call him the king of sap because he writes from the heart. He's, he had a... Uh, his, that song was actually written about the woman who left him and moved away. So uh, just to give you some background on his thoughts about it, now m- my situation is is I don't write from the heart. I write from other people's point of view. And being a musician for 35 years now, I've been able to see a lot of point of views. And uh, myself, I'm still married to the same woman that I dated in high school. I don't drink. Good I don't possible. do drugs. Good so uh, therefore, I've got no sad country songs to write. <laughs> and your your vice your, your vice is music. There you yeah, go. Good and vice, I, exactly. good vice to have. I think we've uh, we've discovered a uh, new hotbed of music. I think we'll be going back to uh, Southern Illinois to uh, check out more artists. And David, uh, since you're in the business of uh, working with artists, be sure and uh, turn us on to any new artists you've got coming up that are good you'd like to give some exposure to. Uh, we'll get their music on and uh, maybe even have them come on as guests. I, I want to thank you and the, the entire Savannah Rose Atlanta Burning Band for uh, stopping by with the music today. And uh, we're going to give them a listen to right now of that one of those sappy love songs, ladies and gentlemen. This is Savannah Rose and Atlanta Burning. It's called Every Breath I Breathe.
wake up each morning You're the breath I breathe You're always on my mind Every moment of every day Memory never fades away Like the dreams I've had of you All these long and lonely days They help me make it through You're everything Every breath I breathe, that's Savannah Rose and Atlanta burning. And uh, David wanted me to be sure and remind you folks that you can look for their latest album, Hell to Pay, on Pandora. It's there for you now. And uh, we are here, but won't be for much longer because we're going to get on out of here, get down the road and get ready for our next show for next week. John Bon Jovial, take us home. Oh, well, sure. Why not? I mean, I've been thinking about going home. As Alvin Lee once said, low those many years ago, I'm going home to see my baby. Home, home, home. Yeah, home. <laughs> <laughs>
<laughs> hey, folks, thanks a lot for being with us today. We sure do appreciate it. The David Bowers Awards is broadcast around the world through the facilities of the studios at Computer Help USA in Naples, Florida, and also from our studios in the Valley of the Sun in Phoenix, Arizona, and we are available for free download on Blog Talk Radio, also iTunes, iHeartRadio, YouTube, 365 Internet Radio, Mixcloud, Tumblr, uh, Spreaker, and uh, Evans. Evans all? Evan is? Evan. Evansy? Evansy? How do you say that? Evansy? Evansy. Okay. Evansy. That's a new one on me. Evansy. Okay. Well, <laughs> click the follow on our link. Uh, follow our link on uh, Blog Talk Radio and like the David Bowers on Facebook. And be sure to follow us on Twitter. Uh, to be the first one to hear about our upcoming shows, events, and things that are going to be going on around here. Be sure to join us for our show next week. The David Bowers Awards will return next Saturday at 5 p.m. Eastern Time on WRFZ-FM 106.3 Rochester, New York. That, of course, being the home of Rochester Free Radio and on Blog Talk Radio Sunday at 2 p.m. Eastern, 11 a.m. Pacific, and 7 p.m. Greenwich Time for more great indie music and talk with the artists that make it happen. So until next week, for the David Bowers Awards and uh, Nick the Geek, our engineer, Hopalong Sarcassity, and all the other crew of rejects here, my name is John Bon Jovial. I am so glad that you spent the hour with us. We sure appreciate it. Be good to each other, love one another, and we will see you next week right here on the David Bowers Awards.